0: Attention Life Tips listeners, looking for better ways to become better, smarter, faster, and wiser? Well, listening to Life Tips is a great start, but how about if we gave you
1: an easier way to listen? Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app,
2: now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to Life Tips and even more programs
0: that will help you build to a better health, wealth, and lifestyle. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play today. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts.
3: Welcome back to the Life Tip Show, everyone. Byron White here with Michi. Michi, welcome.
4: Thank you, Byron. I'm happy to be here today.
3: Terrific. Now, you are a certified personal power coach. Let's let's dive into that word, power coach. I want you to explain to me what power you actually possess.
4: What that means is we all possess power and As a woman, sometimes we tend to give our power away because we're taking care of our kids. We're working. We're going to school. Um, We may have parents that we're um, caring for, siblings, relationships. Everything tends to come before the things that we need. So our power has been lost. And as a certified personal power coach, I help you take your power back and put you back to the rightful place that you should be.
3: Terrific. Great, great, succinct way to, to explain that, by the way. That's really, really interesting. Um, now, tell me a little bit about your actual training and what you have gone through uh, to get to where you are now. How did you learn your, your wise ways?
4: Okay. Well, my professional corporate background, I come from a strong HR background. So human, uh, human resources, working with people employee relations, uh, recruiting, talent acquisition, talent management. So my professional background has all been working with people, and I have enjoyed that, Um, whether I'm coaching executives or coaching or mentoring um, peers. uh, So it came about from that. I was working in a a coaching role in a corporate sense. So what I decided to do was actually take a life and career coaching uh, training class um, through the Life Purpose Institute, and received uh, my certification for career and life uh, purpose through that particular school.
3: Terrific! Tell us about that school. I don't know much about it. I'd love to learn more from you. What was the courseware like? Uh, the training uh, was it? Was it online, by the way, or was it in person? And you're you're in Atlanta, isn't that right?
4: Yes, I am in Atlanta, Georgia. They are actually based out of San Francisco, California. They do offer um, the class in person as well as a telecourse. So if you do the um, five day intensive, you're doing like uh, uh, 40 hours of training um, in a week. Or you can do the 17 week telecourse, which is the option. that I chose to do the telecourse because I felt it would be more personal and you would gain more from the students as well as the instructor in the class.
3: So, go ahead. Now, before we dive into your, uh, you know, the services you're providing, I'd love for people to tell you, I'd love for you to tell the audience a little bit about the coaching industry as a whole. It seems to me that, there's an explosive element happening happening in, in the marketplace right now for people that are finally reaching out for help and guidance and looking for some mentoring and and for people that can really help them understand what their problems are and how to solve them. Can you talk about that a little bit? What is your sense of the marketplace with what's happening out there right now with regards sure. to coaching and life coaching, business coaching, some other coaching that you're involved with?
4: Sure. Um, what's going on in the marketplace is people are realizing that they need help and that they cannot get themselves to where they need to be. The most people don't even really know what the difference between coaching and therapy is. So I'm going to just give a quick little background on that. The difference between coaching and therapy, therapy tends to focus on those things that happened in the past deep-seated traumas, whether it was uh, abuse, you know, anything that was from your past. Life coaching focuses on your present and your future, although sometimes things come up, but it's not those deep-rooted traumas that you have to work with a therapist to get past. So generally, people who come to life coaching or business coaching or whatever specific niche you're looking for, they generally have something that they're trying to work on, some goal that they're trying to meet, somewhere that they're trying to get to. And that is the main difference between coaching and therapy. So, you know, let's just say, for example, you're in career transition and you're trying to monetize the skills that you have to maybe transition into a different industry. Most people don't know how to do that so therefore they would contact a career coach to assist them in whatever transition that they're trying to make and mm-hmm. then you know from there you know they would set up some type of goals you know you know whatever it is that they're you know trying to accomplish
3: very interesting uh, l- wonderful contrast there between the two tell me a little bit about how you lead people to betterment what is what is your philosophy particularly with this you know, this fork in the road of like understanding what's wrong with their perception or thinking about a topic, you know, versus, you know, showing them the path to to right. How do you find that balance with people? How do you lead them to
1: betterment?
4: First of all, it's all on the person. I am here to stand with you, to move you forward. Um, I use a self-exploration process um, that was Talk to me through Life Purpose. And it's a series of questions, a series of handouts, worksheets. It's really hands on. And so when we start, there's like an assessment that you take and you rank certain areas in your life. Um, we talk about what issues you're having and then we strategize and make a plan based on where you want to start. Because most people have multiple issues. They may have work issues. They may have issues in their relationship. They could have multiple things going on. So we have to take it one at a time. We can't work on five things at once. We have to take one at a time, work on that all the way through until we get to a solid point that you no longer need assistance in that area. And then we move on to another topic. Let's talk
3: about strategy a little bit. How much research do you, does one need to do to develop the strategy that you're seeking here? And what kind of research is it? Is it research into yourself and what you're doing wrong or how you're relating to people? Is it self-reflective or is it more situation-based? I guess it depends on what the problems are you're trying to overcome. But can, exactly. you, talk little, can you talk a little bit about strategy?
4: Basically, when I when I say strategy, it means um, what's going to work best for you. Some people are more hands on. Some people are more reflective. They need time to think about it. They need time to process. They need activities, you know, to do based on that. Like first, for example, when anyone contacts me, every, every client gets an automatic 30 minute consultation. And in that consultation, there are a few questions that I send you, you know, that I want people to answer so that I can see where you are. And in that, it lets me know what direction we need to go in, because not everyone that contacts me is a potential client. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, some people I do refer to other coaches just simply because they would be better served with someone else.
3: Hmm.
4: And like one of one of the questions is um, what are three things you would like to change about your life or career in the next three to six months? Um, how will your life be impacted when you have these wants and desires fulfilled? How will you feel when you have manifested these desires? These are some questions that I ask you know, I send them when I get an email confirmation and they, they return these prior to our consultation. Got it. And then, you know, what has kept you from already making these changes? You know, nope. just hmm. questions like that.
3: Huh. Fascinating. I I want to fill them out right now and get your thoughts on them. <laughs> but but we, we don't have time for that. It would take me hours to probably fill them out. But let, let's go back to the to the customer itself and, and this wonderful art you seem to have of, of 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 identifying who you can help and who you are not best suited to help that's really remarkable i, th- I find that interesting could you give me some examples of people that y- that are very that are difficult for you to, in particular to to help and and what do you look for what's what do you zero in on
4: people who are difficult for me to help is are those people who really are not serious. You would be surprised that there are people who will contact me, they'll sign their contract, they'll pay their money, and they don't halfway do the assignments. They don't actively participate. It's like I'm more into it than they are. Those are the ones that I cannot help. And I can generally generally tell from like one or two sessions, generally even just from the consultation I can tell that you know they're not really serious because usually people who are serious they usually fill these this survey out immediately and send it right back
3: uh-huh. and
4: they have detailed answers, not like one or two words. you know when I talk to them by phone, they're enthusiastic they have you know they're self reflected they're they know that uh where their trouble spots are. Um, they can acknowledge where they've went wrong. Uh, most other people, when I can't help them, they don't even realize that they have an issue, or they they're not acknowledging anything. Those are the people that I cannot help.
3: Got it. Very interesting. And and you know, I, I keep wanting to come back to this word power. They, the people that you can help, have the power to change. Would you agree with that? They just yes, maybe need exactly. some. They, they need some direction on where to put that energy and to aim it in the right place. Correct. You think aiming is a big problem when it comes to coaching and, de- and decisions on life? Are people aiming themselves in the wrong direction without knowing it?
4: Yes. Um, yes. I have quite a few clients right now that I'm working with that are, um, you know, in career transitions or in dire straits because they hate their job. And They got a degree and went into a profession based on how much money it was going to bring you. That absolutely will destroy you. You have to do a job that you love. When you do something that you're passionate about, money will come. But if you do it in the reverse, you will always be feeling that you're not living on purpose because you go to work every day for money. You don't go there because you love engineering or because you love customer service. You go there because it's a paycheck. And I have several clients right now who are working through that and they're seeing the kind of industry that they need to work in. Like, a you know, one person, you know, is a people person and she's working in a job that she's so isolated from everybody that she's miserable at work every day. And it's just knowing yourself, knowing what you need in order to make it happen for yourself. And that's a lot of times where people get caught up is because we're doing it for our family. We're doing it for this person. We're not doing it for ourselves.
3: Change involves, uh, habits, breaking habits, changing habits, Tell me a little bit about habits and how you, as a coach, overcome uh, or, or guide people to develop new habits to overcome the bad habits that they have. And how long does habit? How long does it take to develop the new habits that overpower your 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 bad habits?
4: Twenty one days. It 21, takes 21 days. days to break a habit, and I've tested this theory out with my own self. Okay. I had gained a significant amount of weight over the last three years, about 30 pounds. And it's like I woke up one day and I'm like, "Ooh, okay, I'm 30 pounds overweight. I need to figure out how to get my weight down. And I went on a vegan diet in December. I committed to do 90 days vegan and I was going to make it through. I did make it through. But. The first 21 days, it's like I was fighting with myself, with my body. You know, okay, it's time to eat. No, you're not physically hungry. That's a mental thing. You're mentally wanting something to eat, but your body is not physically hungry. So it's like I had to train myself to get past all the the mental talk telling me that I need food when my body physically wasn't needing any food. So It took me literally 21 days to get past the point that I wasn't wrestling with myself about food, needing something to eat when I wasn't physically hungry. So people generally go through the same process when they're trying to make change or break a bad habit. If you have a bad habit of going to sleep at three o'clock in the morning and then you have to be up for work at seven, but you're late every day to work because you're not getting enough sleep at night. So it's a matter of scaling back, you know, doing things to break that break that habit. It's mental. It's all mental. When you can get that mental in check, you will break the habit in twenty one days. Tell me a little bit
3: about your uh, stumbling upon uh, life tips.
4: Um. Actually, I recall seeing something on Twitter. I think somebody sent me either a an inbox in the Twitter or a direct email um, about life tips, and I went to the website to check it out and to see what it was all about. And um, it's a really it's a really good website. Um, you know, it allows you to set up a profile on there if you're a coach. It allows people who are looking for coaches to actually Go on there and search. Um, I especially like um, the section where members um, that are seeking service are actually asking questions on there. I like that part of the website.
3: Thanks for joining us today, Michi. Really appreciate you being on the show. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Until next week, we'll hope your life's a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Thanks again, Michi.
0: Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking. Inside and out and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy.
1: Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient.
0: Plus let our in-house printing and C D DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment
1: where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs.
0: Best Search Strategies, on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. And now, back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts...
1: The following is an encore segment of Life Tips. Lynn Kristen, who's a freelance journalist and a photographer living in the Florida area. And Lynn is one of the few people that I have ever spoken to, as I am going to today, that's actually traveled to 47 different countries and gone on 20 different cruises. And obviously a, a uh, travel uh, uh, guru... Um, she's also written a couple of books that we're going to be talking about today. One is called 101 Cruise Tips, which she, written as, she wrote as part of the Life Test book series. And another book she wrote called 101 Vacation Rental Tips, which is a neat topic. Lynn, welcome to the show today. Where should I be going? What's hot?
2: Okay. If I were choosing my, my hot spot for it, and I could travel over the next year, let's say, my very first hot spot, and it's, of course, not plausible for everyone with their schedules and prices and everything would be to either do an around-the-world cruise, hitting as many destinations you know, as possible, or purchase an around-the-world airline ticket and plan my schedule so that, I think you had mentioned you know, the festivals and special events, so that I would be in, say, Amsterdam when the tulips are blooming or in Brazil for Carnival or for, in Venice. For Carnival. Um, you know, you can easily, you can go on the, on the internet now and just enter the words, you know, leading events and festivals around the world. Come up with your list of things that, you know, hot spots that you want to see for your personal interests. And then I wouldn't hesitate to do an around the world cruise and see a lot of those events during that. Most of the cruise lines that do around the world cruises plan them around being in destinations
1: during the peak season the best season to travel, or special event season. Scan the, scan the events that you've participated in. For example, I've got one for, for you. Have you ever been to Hogmany in Edinburgh, Scotland?
2: I have not been
1: to Hogmanie. Hog Hogmany is a New Year's Eve celebration. They close the inner area of Edinburgh, Scotland down. You need a pass to get in. Mm-hmm. And they have about two two or three concerts going. And it's it's virtually an all night festivity New Year's Eve. It is it is the best New Year's Eve celebration destination that I've that I've ever been to, although I hear Amsterdam is kind of interesting as well at that time of well, year. Well
2: Amsterdam gets... is a very Liberal city. Um, it might not be the best for travelers that are surprised, sometimes surprised by a much more liberal travel atmosphere than we have in the United States. Uh-huh. But it's a beautiful city, and you know another another place is um, in Saint Petersburg, Russia, is huh. White Nights when they do huh. White Nights. Um, it's literally during the time of the year when it stays daylight most of the day, and the city stays, you know, active all night. Huh. Um, and in the, in the United States, there's so many wonderful wine and culinary events um, that if that, you know, is someone's field of interest. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar. Have you ever heard of a company called um, Specialty Travel? No. Because if you just do a research on, on specialty travel, it's amazing how many different hot buttons there are out there for people. It doesn't matter if you want to learn to be um, a writer, if you want to become an artist and paint on the cliffs of Mendocino or work with a chef in a New York City restaurant or go behind the scenes on Broadway. It's all out there. And to me, I guess a big part of travel is there's always, no matter where you travel, a list of must-see, must-do, cathedrals, museums, monuments, monuments, And after a while, especially on an extended trip, these type of things all start running together. And the first thing you know, you're home looking at your photographs, and you go, Now, was this Brussels, or was this Barcelona? (laughs) Yeah. And I think that sometimes when you, after you do the must-do, must sees if you just slow down and find the special parts of travel in any city, spend some time in a sidewalk cafe just watching the world go by, uh, learn something new. Anytime we learn something new when we're traveling and take that knowledge home with us, every time we practice that new skill or new knowledge, it brings back those memories of travel.:
1: What's your take on on, on going to annual events in, in travel destinations, particularly family, annual events that, that might, uh, might stay with you through the fabric of your life and, and becomes a special part of, of your existence?
2: Now, you're talking about taking the entire family, or are you talking about.
1: Yeah, you know, like an annual ski trip mm-hmm. to a special mountain or an annual trip to Quebec City for the winter carnival if right. you're living on the East Coast. I think Coast, the
2: advantage right? to an annual trip is just it's sort of what you just said, that it becomes not only a family tradition, but it's, it keeps the family, it's kind of like the family that, you know, plays together, stays together, that kind of <laughs> thing. But I yeah. think even as children get older, that it builds some important roots and teaches them a lot of appreciation, for not just for travel, but for family and for doing things as a family. Uh
1: uh
2: Um, Especially if you choose destinations wisely as kids get older. Um, You know, with teenagers, it can be a challenge to travel because so many of them feel compelled to be bored. Uh That if you involve them in the travel planning process and with an annual trip or a traditional family trip, then it gets their buy-in and everybody has some time and some events for themselves and it really just contributes to an experience that will, will become a permanent memory for family members, whether it's which, includes which grandma she... down to the, you know, to the youngest family member. And I guess you know I'm a cruise addict, so that's one reason that I feel cruises are such a great annual family trip because there really is something for everyone on board. There's enough togetherness time and there's enough
1: Separate time for grown up fun and kid fun what's your what's your opinion on the all new volunteer vacation cult that's springing up
2: I think that for the person that again it goes back to just like a learning vacation is something that stays in your memory. I think the volunteer vacations are very very similar to that um, it's you when you travel you rarely get to know people behind the scenes i mean you you know you don't talk to the maids or talk to the uh, service people in the restaurants, that kind of thing, and really get to know anyone. When you go on a volunteer vacation, whether it's a you know a teaching experience or a humanitarian effort, you get to know the people and you get to understand where they're coming from. Huh. And I think it builds a, a very deep appreciation of the fact that even though we all are very, very different throughout this world, we're all amazingly alike.
1: Huh.
0: We, have more, we y- have
2: more similarities than we do differences.
1: Yeah. It scares me My sometimes. My husband and
2: I volunteered one year with um, with an English town program in Spain, um, and we spent 10 days sequestered in a resort in the Great Os Mountains with 20 English-speaking volunteers and 20 Spanish executives. And we literally, it was a talk we literally, from the time we woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning till midnight, just were paired up one-on-one in partnerships, and we walked the Spanish countryside, and we talked, and we talked about anything and everything. And that was three years ago, and we still get emails almost on a weekly basis from, from people that we met during that English
1: immersion experience. Interesting. Fascinating. We want to learn more about some of your hot tips from your 101 uh, cruising uh, tips. Tell, tell us about some of, the, some of the highlights of the book.
2: Well, I think one of the biggest highlights of the book is learning, of course, how, you know, the differences in cruise lines and how to find the cruise line that fits your personality. A senior is not going to be very happy on a party ship, and younger people or travelers are not going to be, you're going to find that traveling with baby boomers and seniors might not be their cup of tea. But probably the biggest advantage to the 101 cruise tips is the planning and the packing. in it. People always say they want to travel and get away from it all and then they try to take it all with them. (laughs) And it is an amazing sight to watch people. I just came back from a three-week cruise in the Mediterranean and then transatlantic back to Fort Lauderdale. It was an amazing sight to watch people getting on that cruise ship with a couple with four gigantic bags and then three or four handbags. (laughs) And i venture to say that the majority of them didn't wear everything they brought and didn't have things that they truly needed Mm. so the the cruise tips book is really about what i call the four areas of cruising which is planning preparation knowing what kind of money you know how to handle your travel funds during travel safety factors how to how to be a safe and savvy traveler especially in this age when you hear so much about travel scams and identity theft and that type of thing and the practicalities of cruising And then the pleasures, you know, how to get more pleasure, how to build more memories and make more lasting memories while you're traveling. So really those four areas are sort of what the Cruise 101 Cruise
1: Tips book is built around. Sounds exciting. Tell us us about the 101 Vacation Rentals uh, book that you have.
2: The Vacation Rentals book is a little bit different because I think when most people think in terms of traveling, the first thing they do is check on hotels and resorts. Uh-huh. And several years ago, my husband and I discovered that vacation rentals are in just a wonderful way when you're traveling, and especially for any length of time, to become a local, to become one of the, you know, to have a home. And especially if you're traveling with a large group of friends or with a family, a hotel room becomes very small, even a suite becomes very small if you're there for very long. Uh-huh. And the vacation home rentals is uh, really does an overview not only of, you know, how to find a vacation rental, but it takes different areas of the country and, well, different areas of the world, from European vacations to um, Caribbean, Florida, Florida destinations, French destinations, Hawaii, and gives specific tips on home vacation rentals geared to that. And you can find those home vacation rentals through... Agencies that specialize in vacation rentals, you can find them for rent by owner many times.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We are moving into a vacation rental um, tomorrow, as a matter of fact. that's mm. only 20 minutes from home, but it's a three-bedroom, three-bath condominium right on the Gulf. Mm. And in November, which is our off-season in North Florida, it rents for less than half of what it rents for for one week in the summer for an entire month.
1: Wow. So
2: we will just move into the three bedroom, three bath condo tomorrow, and that'll be our home for the next month.
1: Fascinating. Will you stop back at your house and pick up? we we'll take
2: turns. We'll take turns coming home to check the mail every few days and get the, get other things that we have forgotten. That's the one advantage to vacationing close to home is you can just run home and get anything that you forget
1: brilliant concept. Love it. That's really interesting. But
2: I mean, we're paying right at $1,000 per month for an almost 2,000 square
1: foot minimum that in the summertime rents for $3,000 a week. Interesting. Do you know much about um, for the vacation uh, homeowners? I know there's some interesting um, sort of swapping going on where you you list your house with with a with an agency slash website and they appraise it and put a value on it, and then um, you 're then allowed to rent any of the other houses in exchange for listing your house and renting your house. have you heard I, about some I of i am
2: fa- i 'm familiar with that I have not participated in it, but I do have a very close travel friend in this area that has a home in Mexico and then a home in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, and he is involved in that program. And he's had some marvelous experiences with it. He spent two weeks in Venice while someone else came to Florida, you know, from Venice and stayed two weeks in his house.
1: Yeah. it's it's, it's very, And there's it's,
2: several different ways it works. Like you said, there's some where you just go into a major database and... You know, you can just choose a home to swap your home for anywhere. And then others, you actually contact the person who owns that home, and the two of you set up your own exchange. Swap,
1: yeah. And what about uh, finding vacation rentals online for your own benefits? For example, did you find this condo online? Yes, absolutely. I went to, in fact, I went to a vacation rentals by owner
2: website, and looked at several different condos, looked at the pictures. Then because it is close to home, I literally called the owners, went over and looked at about five different condos before we settled on the one that we stay in. And this is now our our third year of renting the same condo.
1: Oh, I see. And um, can I ask, what was it a local website or was it a national website? Or It's, an, it's
2: a national website, actually, and it's... Um, I believe it's okay for rent by owner VR my mind is blank right now. let's see for rent by owner b for I'm pretty sure it's the website, but you could also just enter the words for rent by owner, and there are several different search words I mean as search words, several different websites that will come up that offer those options.
1: Got it. maybe frBO com. I, be, I believe no I, yeah, I believe you're right.: Or by rent. Yeah, I'll, I'll, We'll do some research and, and try to find it. It sounds like a neat site. Um, well, listen, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you very much for your time. Well, thank you, and um, it's a pleasure writing for Life
2: Tips. And not only, you know, I have, I have to give you a major plug with this, because Life Tips is a great, is a great website for doing a lot of research, not just for travel, but any time that I have an area that comes up, Life Tips is one of the first places I go personally to find tips and to get ideas.
1: We appreciate your, your positive uh, feedback, and, and uh, we've really been blessed with representing uh, some fabulous writers and, and journalists and experts over the years. It's been a wonderful eight-year journey here, and we're, we're lucky to have great people like you in our network.
2: Well, I'd like to stay in your network. It's really a pleasure to, to work with Life Tips.
1: Appreciate the opportunity for you to chat with us today, and good luck with your book sales. We'll, we're actually launching and building a new bookstore um, in the next week, so we're going to be featuring a lot of our writers in a better manner. We're also going to be start selling books on our own website and also start uh, enabling our writers to buy their own books for a significantly discounted price. So oh, you can
2: good. I do a lot of travel seminars and travel talks, and that's always a good avenue. books when you talk about it
1: well Lynn uh, can people reach you if they want to get a hold of you or learn more about any of your illustrious travels
2: absolutely I can be reached at TravelWisdom, one word Mm -hmm. at yahoo.com
1: terrific well wisdom is exactly what you offered us today so Lynn Lynn thank you very much for being on the show today I enjoyed talking with you Byron Indeed. Until next week, everyone, hope your life gets better, smarter, and wiser, and you start having more fun. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in.